Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. <sighs> Black Wealth Renaissance Podcast. That's it. That's the tweet. I am obsessed. What, what, what? Well, you ain't seen nothing yet. It's a go. The Black Wealth Renaissance presents the eight-week live webinar series. <laughs> yeah. Come and get equipped to win in personal finance, real estate, stocks, insurance, and more. Class is in session. What's up, y'all? It's your boy David with Black Wealth Renaissance, and I'm here today to tell you guys about Anchor. If you haven't heard of Anchor, it's the best place to make a podcast. Anchor is a free app that has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast straight from your phone. Anchor also distributes your podcast across all major platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many others. You can also make money on your podcast with Anchor with no minimum listenership. Anchor is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So if you're looking to get started on your own podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. Do you know the rules of the game? Yeah. You know the rules of the game? I don't care what color. Can you make me a hundred million? Let's talk money. Can you make me that? If you can't make me that, I won't talk to you. You, you shouldn't even get this tape. Hey. I got money on my mind. I'm just trying to get some dough. I ain't picking up my line unless it's money on the phone. Gotta get it on the daily, all I want is dubs, you know what I'm on. I've been chasing after paper, all I know is broad money marathon. Do five years of this and be a millionaire and go on do what I want to do, have kids, go live my chip and joy in a game's life out here in Texas or struggle for next week. The choice is yours. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Black Wealth Renaissance Podcast. Our goal of this podcast is to normalize black wealth and share helpful, Resources and tips we believe will be useful in attaining and maintaining generational wealth. Please feel free to rate and comment on our podcast. We would love to hear all feedback you have. Now, enjoy the show. What's up, y'all? It's your boy Jerry here with Black Wealth Renaissance. We about to get started on a great, great podcast. I'm really, really excited to get into today. We really we posted some of this guy's content before, and he has a really amazing story that I just can't wait to get into and just get all the way finding out exactly how he went from A to Z with his situation because you're going to find out it was crazy. Well, how you doing over there, Kelly? I'm doing great, man. Uh, vacationing a little bit for this weekend in San Antonio, enjoying the weather. But, uh, you know, I'm ready for this podcast. This is going to be an excellent podcast. we got a really, really special guest. Facts. Facts. So coming from California, San Diego to be exact, a best-selling author, <laughs> 
a Ramsey Network personality, a YouTube, I mean, I go as far as dang they're calling him a star, Mr. Anthony O'Neill himself. How you doing today, Mr. Anthony? Man, I'm doing good. Thank you all so much for having me on. You know, it's just a huge fan of you all. I follow you on Instagram. And I was like, yeah. When, I, when they told me I wouldn't jump on this podcast, I was like, I sure will. Let's do it. <laughs> we really uh, appreciate it. For sure. For sure. We definitely appreciate it. And so I want to get like straight into the story. So I want you to kind of let introduce the followers to how you got started. Uh, I know I was watching a video of kind of like your beginnings and you were two t-shirts, two t-shirts and some pizza, like, and it went just south from there. So can you kind of let them know what's going on? Yeah, man, you know, grew up in a very strong Christian faith home and my parents had two important conversations with me. Uh, The first one was about the law. How do I get home safe? You know, what happens if I get approached by a police officer? Then the second conversation was pretty much how not to go to hell. Okay. Very strong Christian faith home, but never talked to me about money, about building wealth, starting a business, how to secure the bag. So when I got off into college, you know, I I was approached by the very first day. I'll never forget the very first day, a young guy approached me and said, Hey, if you fill out this credit card application, I'm going to give you two free large pieces and one free t-shirt. And from right there, my whole life changed because no one taught me what a credit card was. No one said you have to pay this money back plus interest. No one taught me the difference between a credit card and a debit card. And so I made all these uh, really unwise decisions at a very young age, at the age of 18. I put myself in about $35,000 worth of debt and 19 years old, I'm homeless, kicked out of school sleeping in the back of my car, trying to figure out where am I going to shower at, trying to figure out how am I going to eat. Every other night, I'm trying to spend a night at a friend's house. And so, you know, about 16, 17 years ago, man, I was homeless, sleeping in the back of my car. And today, I'm just extremely grateful because I was able to get out of debt, get get back on my feet. Now I am 100% debt-free, excluding my mortgage, and I'm sitting here building my wealth. So I'm just excited and traveling around the world and talking to my brothers and sisters about, hey, how do we avoid debt? How do we build wealth? How do we start building generational wealth? How do you start a business? How do we really change the money mindset that the world is teaching us and really start building what's good for us and changing the average uh, mindset? I like that. And I really like what you said as far as like getting everybody to change that mindset, because a lot of people like between that lack of information and the different information that they've already gotten, the conditioning that they're already into, we are either not taught about money in most cases or the habits that were taught are bad habits. So it's like you're starting almost two ways behind most of the times as black people because you got to catch, you know, catch up so much. First off, not even having the money and then figuring out what you got to do when you get it. Yeah, you're absolutely right, man. It's, I think where we miss the mark is financial literacy is not taught in the schools. Uh, think about it. You know what I'm saying? It's like we're teaching our young people how to get a job. We're giving them this education on how to get a job, but we're not giving them the education on what happens when you get a job. You get paid. So what do you do with the money? So it's so backwards to me sometimes. I'm like, wait a minute. Um, You're teaching me to get a job, but you're not teaching me how to be smart with my money. And I think it's because, in my opinion, I don't think the world cares if you're smart or not. They don't want you to be smart. They want you to be in debt. They want you to be living paycheck to paycheck. They want you to be spending and not saving. And so I think where we're missing a mark at is financial literacy being taught in our schools. And then also when we really think about it, it's Black Wealth Renaissance, so I can go here. Black people, we do a horrible job of teaching our community as well what we need to do with our income. We'll rather look like we have the money, but then be broke. 
will rather drive a big boy car and go home to sleeping on the couch or go home to sitting on the floor. We'll rather look like we have it all rather than look like we don't have it all, but we really do have it all in the bank. That's true. That point is huge. Uh, Between the looking like we have it and really don't, and when somebody does fail at trying to get it, we we scold them for it. As black people, we tend to scold them for trying to go for the aspirations and become an entrepreneur or learn about financial literacy. And you might fail, you might tumble a little bit, but it's our job to uplift those people and keep them going towards their path. Yeah, yeah, we, we got to, man. We, I think within our community, what we have to do, instead of trying to compete with our brothers and sisters, let's support, let's push them up. Let's figure out how can we both benefit each other? How can we both celebrate each other's wins? If I see you all making millions of dollars, I'm like, yo, go make it. Teach me how to do it. If I'm making millions of dollars, I'm turning around teaching people, here. here's how you do it. But within our community, we definitely, I'm not saying it's everyone, because you have people like you all and people like myself, we want to see each other win. But from the culture, from the community, we definitely do have to stand behind each other. And speaking on each other winning, uh, I kind of want to go into how did you get to being a, a best-selling author? You know what I'm saying? That's a good question. I believe that my network is my network. Um, and I'm greatly uh, so appreciative to be around some solid people like Dave Ramsey. I'm a best-selling author because of my network, because of my associations. To be connected to this guy and Ramsey Solutions, I was able to do some things that the average author is not able to do. Um, I have an amazing team behind me. And so I think just dedication, getting myself plugged in around the right people, putting in the work, putting in the time, and just actually sitting down and listening more than I'm talking. I remember my first few years here, I sat down, I just listened to Dave. I was writing down a lot of notes. I was going home studying and perfecting my craft, perfecting my voice and my message. And so when the opportunity came and it was like, hey, we want to present you a book opportunity or do you want to take it? I said, heck yeah. And so I'm already working on uh, the next outline for my book, hopefully come out in the 2022 timeframe. It's going to be another bestseller, I believe, because the information is needed. So but that's how I became a bestselling author. So how did that, you, I know you kind of hinted to it with the relationship with Dave and coming and listening to him. How did that relationship kind of spark? Because I know we, uh, as far as kind of the following, they're listening to it. We started with, you know, young guy and, you know, car, homeless. Kind of can you walk us through how we went from that to Ramsey Solution? Yeah, yeah. So when I got out of uh, debt, man, I actually told myself that I want to teach young people how to get out of debt and how to start. You know, going to college debt-free, graduate college debt-free, avoid the credit cards, uh, put more money into your bank account, start investing at a young age, uh, start purchasing home at a young age. And so I started a nonprofit called Young People Succeeding. Um, and I traveled around the world, spoke on stages like Bishop T.D. Jakes, Ebony Magazine, just did a lot of stuff with a lot of people because I'm just traveling. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. I had the opportunity to serve as an associate pastor over the millennial generation, youth and young people in Jacksonville, Florida. I was able to grow that ministry to about 5,000. And about 80% of my time was inside of high schools. I'm teaching high school students how to get a job. I'm teaching high school students, here's how you start investing into a Roth IRA at an early age. Um, So I'm teaching these young people about money skills. And so 
Dave and his team heard about me, heard what I was doing, and it was like, yo, we love what you're doing. Uh, would you would like to come over here on a bigger platform and really teach this to the world? And I was like, absolutely. So started that process and ended up here. Still have a heart for youth and young people. That's really who I have a target for, that 20 and 30-year-old individual, because I believe if I can speak to them, then we can change the future generations. Well, I'm not going to lie to you. Just from a personal opinion, I appreciate it. Because I first saw you, I, I've uh, so I took a personal finance class in college, and it was completely Dave Ramsey. Like, from the beginning to the end, almost all of it was just Dave. And then, you know, after that, I kind of, I see Chris Hogan and different other folks, but it's like, I can't all the way just relate to them. But then it's like, wait, hold on. Anthony kind of look like me. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's like, he, we probably similar age. You know, you, you I see the dating video, and it's like, okay, no, that's something that people, and, you know, folks will laugh about it, but, like, those are the relatable examples I feel like we need to start to understand money to where it's like, okay, well, I was budgeting for my dates and I was budgeting for different things like that. You know what I'm saying? That like, that affects every people, everyday people in the millennial age, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Man. That's my thing. That's my main focus. I want to be real. I want to be relatable and I want to be relevant to this generation. And I think sometimes experts, uh, specifically in my space, we want everything to be perfect before we put it out. We want everyone to see the positive. And I think for me and my brand, I just want to be Anthony O'Neill. You know, I'm a proud black man from a black community, from a black culture who has the opportunity to work in a white culture, uh, but it doesn't change who I am and where I come from. And so Dave loves it. They don't try to change me. My team loves it. And it's a white team and they accept me and they love who I am. That's dope. So, you know, I'm grateful for where I'm at, but you know, at the end of the day, God made me black and I'm going to be proud that I'm black, but I love all people. For sure. Yeah. And that's dope. Yeah. You spoke when, when coming up that you, you were in significant debt. Do you have any advice for our following on how to get out of debt? Yeah. yeah. Debt paying strategies? The very first thing is you got to tell yourself, you know, you're sick and tired of being sick and tired. You got to tell yourself never again. I made this mistake, but never again will I borrow money. Now, let's just be real. Black wealth witness signs. Y'all about wealth. Uh, the average black person is like, nah, there's good debt and there's bad debt. And I totally disagree with that. I believe debt is debt. Okay, bottom line. You know, debt is debt. If you borrow money, you got debt. There's no such thing as good or bad. Debt is debt. And so if you are in, in a significant amount of debt, here's the very first thing that I'm going to say. Number one, get a deep down vision to why you want to get out of debt. Don't just say you want to be debt free. Don't say you just want to, you know, build a house or get that dream car, or get that Louis Vuitton bag. No, go deeper. No, for me, it was, I want to change the community around me. I want to impact culture. I want to change the future generations. I want to leave a legacy for my family. And so when I have that deep down vision to why I want to get out of debt, that never ends. I will always be going after building generational wealth. I will always be helping out my African-American community. But as soon as I get the house, I'm going to get comfortable and go back to where I was. As soon as I get the car, I'm going to get comfortable and go back to where I was. So if you want to get out of debt, get that deep down vision. Number two, stop borrowing money. Number three, get on a budget and stick to your budget. And y'all already know how I feel about a budget, okay? So if you want a budget and a beautiful young lady or a handsome young man come up to you, and they're like, yo, I want to do this. And this is outside of your budget. You stick to that budget. Just because you're on a budget doesn't mean you're broke. It means that you're wise. 
So rich people, I've been around Dave and I've seen something cost $500 and he's like, nah, that's out of my budget. This is a guy who makes $500 probably every 30 minutes, you know, and he's like, <laughs> out of my budget. And so it's about being wise. So get on a budget. And, number, and the last thing I'm going to say is use the debt snowball effect. Okay. I want you to line up all of your debt, smallest to largest and all your extra income, just put on the very first one, but use the debt snowball method to get out of debt from a practical perspective. I appreciate that. And I know the followers definitely do too, because it's, those are real steps. You know, those are real actionable, practical steps that you can take today to like minimize your debt and get rid of your debt. And that's, you know, and it works. Yeah, totally agree. So, did you talk about more of that, like in your books and, you know, in the upcoming book, is that what you're talking about? Like paying down debt or? Um, in Debt Free, it's actually a book for young people and parents who have young people who want to go to college debt free. You know, we all know that the average college student graduates and graduate about $35,000 in student loan debt and some with six figures. And so I got sick and tired of seeing my young brothers and sisters come up and they're racking up all this debt, trying to get an education, but they're starting off their life in reverse rather than actually moving forward. So Debt-Free Degree, which was the number one national bestseller book back in October, uh, that book is a step-by-step process on how you can get a college education 100% debt-free without borrowing any money. Then my next book that came out after that, which is a quick read, it's about 65 pages long. It's called How to Destroy Your Student Loan Debt. So I walk people through on how to pay off your student loans uh, quickly, fast, and just aggressively. Now, my next book will be in about the next year and a half, two years. It's going to be something around the money mindset. You know, it's going to be something around really debunking some of the myths and some of the stuff out there that is taught specifically to that minority and to that low income culture, because we're taught, hey, get a good credit score. We're taught, go ahead and finance a car for zero to 2% interest rate. Hey, go ahead and get that 30-year fixed rate loan. I mean, there's a lot of different things out there that, you know, use their money to make you more money. Don't worry about paying back debt, pay all this. I mean, so I'm really just going to really go after the mindset that I had to flip. And so I'm really looking forward to that. We're in the process of writing it right now, but it's going to challenge a lot of people because I do not believe in debt at all. I do not believe in borrowing money. The only thing I am okay with people borrowing money for is a house. But if you want a Beamer, you're going to save and pay cash for it. You know, if you want to put some stuff in your house, you're going to save and pay cash for it. You want to go on vacation, forget airline miles. You're going to pay cash for it. You know, that's my philosophy. And so this book, I'm just going to really just talk about my journey coming from, this was the mindset that I started off with. And this is the mindset that I have now. Let's have an honest comparison. And honestly, from a brother to other brothers, I prefer this lifestyle than that lifestyle. Most definitely. Can you talk on why is it bad for someone to go out and get a loan on a vehicle? I know we, we all, all three of us know, but yeah, just for yeah. better education for the following. I mean, well, yeah, somebody's going to holler like, oh, I need a car. You know, I, well, what if I need, you know, a loan for something? I don't have cash, Anthony. Right, right, right. Well, if you don't have cash, then it means you can't afford it. So you don't need nothing at all, period. <laughs> but let's, let's have that conversation. So right now, the average car payment is $538 a month. People are making $40,000, but buying a $30,000 car, that makes no sense. You know, you make $40,000 a year, but you bought a $30,000 vehicle. Then you're financing something that every single day you're paying interest on, but your car is depreciating. I just got off the Dave Ramsey show and a young lady has a 2015 uh, Honda Pilot 
because of her miles. The car is worth ten thousand, but she owes twenty two thousand dollars on the car. And so a car is a depreciating asset. So no, I don't want you to finance that. I would rather you pay cash. I just actually purchased one of my dream cars. My dream car growing up was a BMW 750M series. I've always wanted that car. And my philosophy is if I can't afford to pay for it twice, I can't afford it. That's just me, Anthony O'Neill. And so I saved up because I just built my dream home out in Columbia, Tennessee. I said, all right, next up is my ultimate dream car is a Bentley. Uh, But right now, let me just get my dream car at my level, which is a BMW 750. And so I started doing some research. I started seeing, all right, it's going to cost me around this price. But if I walk in there with cash, I should be able to save about two, three thousand dollars. So I saved up cash and I started shopping around and I found my car and I was able to buy the car cash. And it actually saved me about forty eight hundred dollars compared to someone else. So check this out. Paying it for it cash saved me forty eight hundred dollars. But if you go finance it, you're going to pay about ten thousand dollars in interest over over the period of time. So that's why I say it's not okay to finance anything. Because I believe interest is a penalty when you owe, but interest is a reward when you are investing. Yes, uh, I tweeted, and I seen something earlier this year, and it, it spoke to me. Just if you know about interest, you either pay it or you, it'll pay you. Yes. Yep. That's it, man. That's facts. I want it to pay me, brother. Interest pays me when I'm sleeping. If it ain't paying me, that means I'm paying somebody else when they sleeping. You understand what I'm saying? So. <laughs> Now, I'd rather be on the opposite side and receiving the money than rather than paying it out. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. That's facts. That's facts. And I'm glad you like even added in the math and let the people know that you're like, OK, yeah, you can do it this way. But looking at how I paid for it, me personally, my situation, I saved money. And then the other one, I would have spent about ten thousand dollars extra. So it would have hurt you to try to just go at it with the financing route and getting it as quick as possible. Because that's the other thing I think a lot of people don't want to wait to save up to buy that type of stuff. You know, they don't want to spend that time to get the cash. But it's like look at how much more it's going to cost you to get it quickly than it is if you just wait. Yeah, man. A lot of my millionaire friends, and I I just only know one billionaire, so I can't say a lot of my billionaire friends, but I only know one billionaire. I've never heard them ask the question, well, how much is it going to cost me a month? Their question is, how much is it going to cost me, period? And then that's how they decide to be like, all right, cool, I'll buy it. I think... And it's not a black thing. It's all people think. I think, think, look at the ads. Uh, buy this car, finance this car for as low as $199 a month. But they don't tell you the car costs $40,000 because people are not purchasing things on what their end goal costs, what their end cost would be. They're purchasing it on what can I afford monthly. And if you can't afford the car, you can't afford the monthly. And so I'm always asking myself that, okay? How much is it going to cost me? One person said, well, it'll bring you about like $250,000 to $300,000, $200,000, not $200,000, but $150,000 to $200 a month, depending on your credit. I said, well, I have horrible credit. I have zero credit, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but I got cash. So how much is it going to cost me? Well, 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 it all depends. Like, uh, we got to see what your credit score is. I'm, I just told you, I'm mm-hmm. paying cash. I'm paying for all of it. And so some people get shocked when they hear that, but um, it saves you money and it saves you, honestly, a headache in time. 
like when this pandemic started, some of my peers were stressed. You know, some of my peers were concerned. When this pandemic started for me, I was just upset that I was going to lose out on some money, but my savings account was great. I didn't lose any sleep. While everybody else is at home stressing, I'm at home trying to figure out how do I take advantage of this season? You know, how do I make money during this season? How do I elevate my brand during this season? Because I have money stacked in my savings account and I don't have any payments other than my mortgage payment going out every month. So other than that, I'm still Gucci. So that's why I teach what I teach. Let's get the cash. Let's avoid debt. Let's pay off our debt. And let's start building wealth and start saving for our retirement. And that's the plan. That's now that's that's the cold hard facts right there. But um, so with that being said, where can where can people find you uh, as far as maybe get in touch with uh, buying your book or your teachings or anything? Yeah, man, you can go to anthonyneal.com. Uh, you can get a lot of information there, a lot of free resources. But to really dive deep into this conversation, if you really want to change your, mo- your money mindset, uh, head over to youtube.com forward slash Anthony O'Neill or just Google Anthony O'Neill. My YouTube will come up. There I'm having conversations with celebrities, with uh, everyday uh, normal people. And we're having a deep down, real relevant and relatable conversation about money and life. So check me out on YouTube. Check me out on Instagram. And, um, and that's where you can get a lot of great and creative content. from. We appreciate you coming on, Anthony. Uh, it means a lot for you to take your time out of your day to, to come on our podcast. Oh, man, appreciate y'all for having me. and love what you all stand for, man. Let's do this again real soon. For sure. And I'm, I'm real glad, you know, we could get that, you know, collaboration working and everything. I Like I said before, I have a lot of respect for the Ramsey Network and everything that y'all do just as an organization and even your personal work. So... I'm just glad that we was able to make this happen. Oh, man. Appreciate y'all. So, uh, that's been Black World Renaissance. Signing out. Peace. I got money on my mind. I'm just trying to get some dough. I ain't picking up my lot unless it's money on the phone. Gotta get it on the daily. All I want is dubs. You know what I'm on. I've been chasing after paper. All I know is run money marathon. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, go to SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote.com. That's SelectQuote.com. Select Quote. We shop, you save. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.